Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Inspired with your hosts, Allie and Ella. In this week's episode, we have Broadway actress, speaker, author of the amazing book, Becoming a Master Communicator, and now communication coach named by Yahoo Finance as one of the top 10 communication coaches to follow in 2021. We're so excited to welcome the one and only Renee Marino. What did I miss? Hello, ladies. (laughs) Hi. I'm so, so happy to be here with you today. We're so happy to have you on. (laughs) Yes. So could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, thank you for that intro, first and foremost. (laughs) As you said, uh, most of my life, I was a performer. Uh, From the time I was a little girl, I started out dancing and singing and then joining all of the musicals in my town and in high school. So I knew that my biggest dream was to perform on Broadway. So I worked my butt off and I, I persevered through hundreds and thousands of no's and I made it happen. I, I made my dream of performing on Broadway come true. And I had an incredible, incredible career for over 17 years on Broadway in, in film and TV I then had the honor of playing the role of Frankie Valli's wife, Mary Delgado, in uh, Clint Eastwood's Jersey Boys movie. So I really just feel so honored and so blessed to to have been able to live my dream and connect with people, whether from stage or from television or even from walking out of the Broadway stage door and connecting with the fans through conversation and signing their playbills. When 2019 came about, I was doing my most recent Broadway show, Pretty Woman the Musical, just like the movie. And during that time, I started writing my book. I had always wanted to write a book as well. That was another another big dream of mine. And as I was performing in the show, my girlfriends and I would have conversations all the time about communication. And I realized this is what my book needs to be about. I always had a strong love for communication and why people communicate in the ways that they do. And as you girls know, we are now living in this digitally saturated culture, right? We're all texting and, and emailing and we're hopping on Zoom and all of these amazing outlets that are such a gift. But because of so many different outlets, sometimes our communication becomes lazy. It becomes gray. There's a lot of gray area because we attach meanings to things without ever really knowing if that's the truth of what that intention was. I'm sure you've experienced it. Maybe you get a text from your friend, right? And and you're like, oh, well, I guess Allie's mad at me just because (laughs) the way you're reading the words. And then you text Ella back from from a, uh, you text um, Allie back from a place of assuming that she's angry at you and then tension begins. So this is what the premise of becoming a master communicator, my my best-selling book is about how do we become master communicators by balancing this new school technology with what I call old school simplicity and 
Old school simplicity refers to those more personal channels of communication, such as meeting in person and having a face-to-face -face conversation or picking up the phone to your actual ear or one of my favorite ways to communicate through a handwritten letter. Well, that is wonderful and so inspiring. And I want to know what inspired you, we'll jump back a little, to start in the entertaining and performing business. Like, what was your inspiration behind that? I, I love that question. From the time I was about five years old, so I started dancing actually, maybe even three. It was just something that I had a natural ability for. My parents were dancers, not professional by any means, but they are both great dancers. They love to dance. And I, I think I just caught the bug. So for me, it was, it was just always a part of who I was. Many a times you hear celebrities or, or people who have been in the entertainment industry have this moment where they're like, oh my goodness, this is what I want to do. But for me, it, it was always innately a part of who I was. I just was always dancing. I was always singing. I was always making people laugh. And when it came time for me to think about what I really saw for my life, for my future, I just wanted to be on that big stage performing. So it, it really was always, always a part of, of who I was. That's wonderful. And yes. so it's like in your blood, like you just yes. kind of knew. That's Definitely. awesome. Definitely. So what was your biggest motivation to keep doing what you do? Because I'm a dancer and I definitely get motivated from a bunch of different like things and so what motivates you to like what motivated you to start in your career and yeah the first person who impacted me the absolute most was my father i grew up in a very close knit family um, with my father, my mother, my grandmother lived with us and my older brother. And my father always, always said to me, Renee, always believe in yourself. Always believe in yourself because people are always going to tell you what you can't do. They're going to say, you're not good enough. You're not tall enough. You're not this enough. But as long as you stay true to who you are, and you stay grounded in that person, you'll be able to do anything you put your mind to. And that's what kept me going because there were many a hard days. And for everyone listening who maybe has a dream to become a performer, an actor, an actress, I just want you to know that you are going to face a lot of rejection. And it can feel really personal because it's about you. Oh, yeah. like I said before, Renee, you're not tall enough. Renee, you look too Italian. Renee, you don't look this enough. Renee, your hair should be light. It doesn't look good dark. There are all these opinions and it feels really, really hard to swallow that because it's about you. Yeah. When you yeah. Right. When you remind yourself that you are perfect exactly the way you are and all you can do is your absolute best in the moment and you can train and you can surround yourself with the great people to lift you up and remind you of your own power then you can get through anything and and my father's words always ring true to me till this day every day that I'm up running my business I think of him and I think of his words and it, it keeps me going 
That's amazing. I love that response. Now I'd like to know, how do you deal with rejection and being told no? Well, step one, ladies, is feeling your feelings. And now as a communication coach, I talk about this a lot, whether I'm training companies, whether I am talking to um, entrepreneurs and helping them to get on video with confidence, no matter which audience I'm talking to about communication, I always start with step one, which is communication with yourself. And communication with yourself means getting really in touch with your own feelings, understanding who you are and what you like and what you dislike and what your fears are. And when it comes to dealing with rejection, it's super critical that you feel your feelings. As I said, I had endless rejections throughout my career. And there were many days that I felt so sad. So I let myself cry. And I felt really down and I would talk to someone that I love and trust to get those feelings out. It's really important to face those feelings and deal with them head on because sometimes, especially because we all get drawn into the virtual world, right? It becomes really easy to not think about ourselves because instead of thinking about how sad we're feeling, we say, oh, I'm going to go scroll on Instagram. And then we compare ourselves to other people and then we feel worse. And then we think that we have to do something like, oh, you know what? This per- this this girl I just saw, I mean, she just cut her hair in this way and it looks really pretty. So I need to do that to make myself happy. And we fall into this comparison habit. And all the while, what that's doing is making us run away from ourselves. So if we want to be what I call master communicators, step one is really honoring our feelings because it's okay. If you feel sad, that's okay. If you feel frustrated, that's okay. It will pass. But those feelings cannot pass until you communicate with yourself and get really honest about what you're experiencing. Because then once you do, like after I cry, I feel great. And then I'm like, great, let's go for ice cream. (laughs) Right. Because I've got feelings out. So definitely honoring your feelings, taking time. That is so, that is so good. Cause I never thought about it that way to like deal with your feelings like that. And I love that because a lot of people are like, it's all part of the process. You just gotta like learn that that's okay. But you also being told no is hard. Yeah. You have to be able to understand what you're feeling and then accept it. Yes. So I love that. That's beautifully stated. You're right. That's the missing ingredient that I think a lot of us in today's society, that's what we're missing. We think that we can just jump to the front of the line of feeling great again, but you can't get to the front of the line, right? Until you've put in the work, until you've gotten really clear about who you are and, and giving yourself the respect, right. And loving yourself enough to say, it's okay. If I'm sad today, it's okay. If I feel bad and I'm feeling doubtful, the more you, you are honest about that. and, And I talk a lot about journaling, Getting your yeah. down on paper, what that does is it gets it out of your brain and, and takes all those thoughts and feelings and it gets it through your hand and onto the page. And then what that does is it kind of feels like a mental dump for you. So then it's out of you instead yes. of staying with you. 
I love that. I love I'm, that. I definitely need to start doing that more. I Yes. used to do it a lot, especially. Yeah, same. I used to journal During all the the pandemic. time and now, Yeah. but yeah, I love that. So to you, what is your biggest accomplishment in any career path that you've been in? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give you two because, Yes. Yes. because I think as an entertainer, my, my biggest, most proud moment I would say was taking that first bow on a Broadway stage in 2010 in West Side Story, the revival. And I just remember taking the bow and tears filled my eyes because I heard my dad's voice saying to me, see, you can do it. You can do anything you put your mind to. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did it. Like I did this. Yeah. And, and I want to preface that by telling you and everyone who's listening, I was not someone who grew up in a family of performers. I didn't know any directors or producers. My dad was no one in the business. My dad worked in a factory. My mother was a hairdresser. They knew nothing about the business. So getting to that dream was so big for me because it was truly through hard work and perseverance and being told many a times that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't tall enough or whatever the case was. So when I got to take that first bow, like I have chills now just thinking about it because Same. yeah, <laughs> it was this amazing. even though I didn't even live it, it's so inspiring to hear. Yes. But it goes to show you, Ali, Ella, that you can do it too, right? I'm not special in that way. We all have the ability, but what we must do is have the belief in ourselves when it gets hard, because that's the true test, I, I believe, of someone's character. Anybody can be nice and kind and do good things when they're feeling good. And when conditions are good, but the true test is how nice are you? How kind are you? How hard do you still work when things aren't easy? And as a performer, I was really proud of myself to get to this incredible accomplishment through all of my own hard work. Like I never... There was not, not one moment that I could say, oh, so-and-so gave me that for free or, well, I knew so-and-so, so they brought me in. It was through trusting myself and working really, really hard. And then the second is writing my book and, and, and having it out into the world right now. I'm sure you girls can, can understand. We all have dreams and we have goals. And sometimes we think that just by talking about them, they're magically going to happen, right? We feel safe Yeah. by just talking about it. But then when it comes to actually making it happen and taking the action towards it, that can become scary. And I'll tell you both, I wrote this book at the one of the hardest times of my life and I got through it and I kept going. And there were days I cried, girls. I cried. There were days that I was like, I'm this, I'm going to scratch the whole book. That's it. I was in the editing phase. I was just like, that's it. But that's okay. Right. Again, Yes. that's Yeah. part of the process. And because I allowed myself, I communicated with myself, journaled and said, all right, Renee, you're just having a tough day. You're frustrated. I was able to still push through. And now I'm a best-selling author on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. And, you know, there are so, so many people who have this book in their hands and it's really helping them. Amazing. That is so awesome. It kind of ties into...
what do you do when you're kind of just in a bad mood or having a hard day? How do you kind of deal with that? Deal Even with if that, it's not yeah. like a certain cause that caused it. Cause everybody has just like a day where they're not feeling. Yeah. Everybody. Well, yeah. The first step is recognizing it. Self-awareness is the key to the kingdom. Self-awareness lets you understand, okay, I'm not at my best today. And when you have the awareness, then you can take a step back and say, okay, so since I'm in a bad mood, maybe I shouldn't be around that friend or that family member who really frustrates me. Maybe today I need to just stay by myself, watch a movie, journal, meditate. Um, That's really important. So I always have the awareness that, okay, I'm not in a good place. And what I've been doing recently, which is new for me, but it's really helpful is I share that with the people closest to me. So my husband, my mother, if I know I'm in a bit of a mood, I'll say, all right, you guys want to apologize now, let you know that I'm, I'm just feeling a little frustrated. So if, if I get short with you, I'm sorry. I don't mean to, I'm just, I'm not feeling myself. Yes. Yeah. And it's a great way because then they're aware of it and then they don't take it personally because they know you're just in a, in a, in a little bit of a negative space. Yeah. Cause everybody has it. And yeah, yes, everybody, everybody has it. And I want everyone listening to really understand we are all human beings. And yes, we are all from different places in the world. We're from different religions, cultures, backgrounds, all of that. But at our core, we are all the same. We have the same emotions. Yes, maybe something would make me cry that wouldn't make you cry. But at the end of the day, we all have this commonality of being human. So when we think, see, for many years, I struggled with being a perfectionist, right? I thought I couldn't do anything. Everything had to be perfect. And I really stressed myself out because I I just wouldn't start things or I wouldn't finish them because it it had to be perfect. And when you experience that, that feeling of perfectionism, you feel very alone. You think that you're the only one who goes through this. I'm the only one who holds herself back. I'm the only one. And when you realize, I like Mm -hmm. to say that Four of the most important words that the, a human being can understand are you are not alone. So when we realize that we're all human and when we're in a bad mood, remembering that we're not alone, it makes it easier to deal with. Yeah. Yes, I, I know that. that. I think, okay, so I have a little story to go with that. <laughs> Before COVID, I was so, such a perfectionist and everything kind of had to be like, my way, it had to be perfect. But once COVID happened, I started to realize that not everything's just in my hands and it helped me a lot. And I'm a lot younger than you are. So it's like less of an experience than you have, but it helped me a lot to realize that not everything is in my control. And sometimes I just have to deal with everybody else's idea because they're just as good, if not way better than mine. That's a beautiful realization beautiful. Thank you. We're starting to get to time. So we'll ask her two staple questions. Yeah. So our first one is what is one question that you would have liked us to ask and how would you have responded to that question? Ooh, girls, that's good. Okay. 
I would, I would love for you to have asked me, what do you think is so important about communication and, and spreading your message about communication? And the answer that I would give is that everything, I repeat, everything in our lives starts with communication. And when we learn to master this skill, we become limitless. And that is why I wrote my book. The book is full of simple everyday tools and practices that we can put into play to learn to master communication. So then we can reach the goals that we have. We can have the great relationships we want and we can have the success that we desire. That's awesome. Yes. I love and that. then, sorry, I know I don't want to skip over it, but we had to get through all of them. So what advice would you give to your 13-year-old self? Renee, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't be so hard on yourself. Enjoy the ride. Making mistakes is a gift because it means that you're trying and you're learning and you're growing. So just lean all the way in and take the pressure off of yourself. It's a beautiful response. Yes, I love that. So we're getting at the end. Oh, wait. Do we have so, another question? Where can our listeners find oh, you yes. after? Great. I'm so glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at I am Renee Marino. Shoot me a DM. I love to connect with my listeners. Um, tell me your biggest takeaway or if you have a question. And yeah, beyond that, I would love for you to grab a copy of my book, everyone. It is um, uh, available very simply. You can go to my website at reneemarino.com and that's M-A-R-I-N-O and grab a copy. And the best part is when you get a copy of the book, you automatically get a free ebook to gift someone else. So it's a really wonderful gift. And again, you can find that at reneemarino.com. And I just, I really look forward to, to connecting to the listeners. Yes. Thank well, you. Well, Ali so and I will for yes. sure have to go read 100%. your book now. And thank you so much again. This was such thank an amazing so episode. Oh, you girls have made my day. Thank you. And keep spreading the inspiration, the love, and the light into this world because what you're doing is you are communicating in a beautiful and honest way. So keep it going. I'm cheering you on. Thank, thank you, you so much. Have a great day. Yes. Have a great day. Bye bye, ladies. Bye. Bye.